often have you been facilitating a workshop, whether that be online or physically together, only to get to the end and realize that now you've got the unenviable job of having to write up all the notes from the workshop. And although you may not have received awards in school for your handwriting, um, I'm here to tell you that other people's handwriting can be even worse. I've been known to walk around the office brandishing post-it notes asking, uh, do you think that's an R or a T? Does this sentence even make sense? Um, well, in today's episode, we're going to explore a few options for e-tools in your facilitator toolkit. The first one we'll point you to is GroupMap. As they say on the website, GroupMap is a real-time online brainstorming tool for workshops, conferences, or any type of event. They have an online template for basically any type of facilitated meeting, or you can make your own. This means participants can type directly into this rather than writing everything down on paper, which means you can just download it at the end of the event instead of transcribing everything. Of course, it does mean your participants need devices like smartphones or tablets to be able to do this and access to the internet, which I know for some events isn't always possible, but most times it is. And so it's reasonably straightforward to get people to type in their thoughts and comments rather than writing them down on paper and collecting them out of traditional workshop. Yeah, I like group map, John, because it was designed with facilitators in mind and doesn't have to be squashed into shape. It also has the option of a free trial, so you can give it a go before signing up for a subscription. I've used it a few times now and it has been pretty straightforward. I'd highly recommend it if you do a lot of work where you need to capture lots of feedback from events. The next tool is really a suite of tools because Google does have a lot of online options for your e-toolkit. Google has Jamboard, as well as Google Docs and Google Slides, all of which can be used to collect notes during an event. Again, you need people with devices and access to the internet, but then it's just a matter of working out which of these options best meets the needs of your workshop. Jamboard is an online sticky wall and we did an episode on sticky walls, so if you're not sure what they are, check out our episode. Google Docs is like a Word document, and Google Slides is like PowerPoint. They have some pros and cons, which we'll now explore. I've used Jamboard for online workshops, and most people seem to work out how to use it straight away. And the biggest downside for me is that the notes all appear in the same place. So you have to be really clear about needing to reposition the notes so that they don't end up all stacked on top of each other. Um, like the all online tools, uh, clear instructions are the key to success. That's right, Denise. And Google Docs is even more straightforward for people because most of us have used Word and are used to typing into a document. The biggest issue I've found is that it's easy for people to write over each other or start typing into one part of the document and push others into other places, uh, making it hard for people to keep track of where they are. Again, clear instructions are the key. Google Slides are also pretty easy and I've found because of the format of the slides, there is less of an issue with people writing over each other or pushing them around in the document. You do need to give clear instructions on which slide people should be taking notes in though, if you've got more than one slide in your slide deck. 
Nice, John. Um, I haven't had any other major issues with the Google suite of tools, but I have heard from colleagues that they've had problems if people didn't have a Google account. Um, that is when you share a Google tool, you can only edit it if you have a Google account. Um, you could get around this by making sure whoever is nominated as scribe has a Google account, but this could be a barrier for some people. Um, another tip is to make sure the settings are correct so that the tool can be accessed by anyone with the link. Um, there's two steps involved. Firstly, to allow others to access the document via a link, and then to allow those people to then edit the document and not just view it. But one big win, John, for the Google suite of tools is that they're all free to use. Yes, I do love them, Denise. The final tools we want to mention are Mural and Miro. We've put them together because while they're not the same product, they do similar things. These are basically online sticky walls with the ability to do all kinds of things from drawing diagrams to typing text. Again, you need to share the link with people for them to be able to access them, but mostly it's pretty easy to do this and get people started. As with all these online tools, it's sometimes really helpful to have an easy exercise as the first activity, which is less critical to the workshop outcomes, but allows participants to get used to working with the tool. That's right, John. I attended one session using Mural where they all assumed we knew how to use it. I was totally confused for the first part of the workshop and quite distracted by trying to sort out how to do things in the tool. And this meant that I was disengaged with the workshop process, so definitely not ideal. And of course, if you're using a webinar platform like Zoom, you can use the chat box, polls and the whiteboard to easily capture feedback. You can save these and use them as part of your write-up. Again, it pays to make sure that people are familiar with these tools and give them the opportunity to practice and have clear instructions on what you want. Other tools we haven't mentioned in this episode are things like online polls, but we did do an episode on those, so check that out for more information. And there are other options like Slack that allow you to create online communities. Um, you can share documents, seek feedback and capture discussion. It really comes down to what you need to successfully facilitate and be able to produce useful notes. Use the tools that best suit the job you have. Oh, that's so true, Denise. So we've covered a few ways you can avoid that dreaded write-up of workshop notes by using online tools that allow you to capture this easily. But what do you use? What e-tools have worked well for you? Add a comment below the blog post and tell us about your experiences, including any tips and further ideas about it. We don't want this to be just a one-way conversation. Join in by sharing your thoughts and ideas with us. We hope you found this episode useful. And if you have, please tell your friends so they can join the conversation. All the best until we meet again. Mm -hmm.